Welcome to Brilliant Observations. This is Jessica Kupferman, and I am with John Buchanan and Melissa Brilliant. Say hello. Good evening. Ooh, did I give it away? Normally we record in the mornings, and now we're recording in the evening. I like night recording. I do too. Well, you used to like it because we were drinking, but we're not doing that. You know so. what I speak for yourself. <gasps> no way. Oh, oh no. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's a bottle of Jack. Oh no. You know what I don't like is wearing a bra this late in the day. Oh, that's kind me of a too. Bitch. Nothing worse than having my bra on after <laughs> six p.m. Melissa's like bra. What bra? I don't yeah. Know what I and I have my night pants on. Like that is another I, reason I, to enjoy it. I I am wearing that. Well, all my pants are becoming night pants. Let's not lie. Oh, They're all sort of really? in the night pant category at the moment, yes. Until you get an occasion where you need to leave the house to go somewhere. Wait, I'll finish the sentence because you could leave the house in night pants, but like other people are going to be there and you need to represent in some positive way. Unless you're going to Walmart. No. Well, I'll give you an example. No. Let me give you an example. This past week, here we go, was restaurant week. So if you don't right. know, restaurant week is when local restaurants that you probably don't patronize because they're kind of pricey or special occasion-y restaurants only. Um, they provide a select menu for you where they'll just throw in at a fixed price four courses. Most of them end with a an amazing dessert and their hope, I think, is to give you a sample and make you want to come back. Uh, so my point for you before was, I had to put on pants, like real oh. pants, to leave the house for oh restaurant week. I had to suit up. Okay? I had posted on Instagram and Facebook that there are 100 days till camp. Oh. And this is, my countdown has begun, 100 days. So now it's like 98. But when I posted that, we happened to have a friend of Mallory's staying with us overnight. And we brought her to restaurant week. So we're all dressed up. The girls are wearing dresses. I mean, they look beautiful. I, I was wearing jeans, but so we're all we're all dressed up. But it wasn't night pants. That is dressed up for you, though, is it not? It, it is. It really is. So we're all dressed up, and we go out, and we're at this lovely restaurant. A friend of a friend saw we were there, sent over a bottle of wine. I don't really drink, so this is. I mean, it was lovely. I drank it anyway because you know how do you say no? Bought you, you a bottle of wine. You don't. I don't. Exactly. I'm not a wine drinker. I, to me, wine tastes like it's been through somebody already. Ew, what? Yeah. That's disgusting. I've heard you say that before, but I think that's true unless you have a really good bottle of wine. And this friend of a friend sent over a really good bottle of wine. And I thought, this tastes like yummy juice. Like, I, I want, mm. I guess I wanted to bring it home so I could bring it to your house. But it was, mm. it was pretty tasty. Now, was it red or white? It was red. I mean, we were at Morton's, all right? So it was Morton's where we went. It's a steakhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so I mean, select menu items. There was a filet on the menu. You can't go wrong, right? There's no. a, a yummy, yummy menu choice. Everybody picks their meal, conversation. Start talking. It was delightful. This young lady is... Uh, Mallory's friend. Mallory's friend is delightful. We've taken her a few times. We've gone and do, done lots of fun things with her. She fits into our family seamlessly because I think she gets me. Is she a goy? No, she's an, no, she's not. He used goy properly. He did. I'm it was so delightful. He used another Yiddish word earlier today. What did Which you say? One? I'm learning. What did you say what earlier did, today say that, earlier? that had me all so proud? I can't remember. You know me in memory. I have no idea. His, his first his first Yiddish phrase. That was for wonderful. you. No, he said he's he's got a few. He said he probably doesn't even no, realize he does. he does it all the time. Yes. 
The next one you have to start using is like shagets or shiksa, which is Jewish, uh, non-Jewish man or non-Jewish woman. Okay. Like a shiksa. Shiksa is on your list. Like you're dating a shiksa. She was not a shiksa. How about that? Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. So the girls start talking about a bunk, uh, a friend of theirs from camp. Let's call her Julie. Julie. Okay. Okay. Julie was at camp. And I, I mean, dear listener, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I am the sole person responsible in my family for educating my children on things that relate to feelings and sexuality and... Why are you making that face, Jessica? Feelings. Oh, <laughs> feeling not sexuality, just feelings. Just feelings. Okay, fair enough. I get I'm, I'm I get sorry. you. I got distracted with Right. You have to have the talk with your daughters. I've had several talks with both of my children that have horrified both of you and listeners of ours as well. Okay. Yeah. That- I smell a good story coming. Yeah. So the girls start talking and I hear and immediately, Stuart wants to sit at another table, and I get closer, right? So he's like, ah, how do I get out of this? He leans the, out, you lean in. I'm constantly leaning in. So they said, yeah, um, and Ethan's at the table, too. My 15-year-old son is also there. And they say, yeah, that's when sh- she had got in trouble because he fingered her. And he... he. I stroke. He fingered her, and then I. St- Pardon. Right at camp, um, and I stroked out, and I tried not to change my facial expression because if they see horror, was this referring to a friend of theirs? Well, it was a comp. Yes, not a, a camp counselor. I hope not your daughter. Not my not daughter. Not her friend, her friend. But I just hear this piece of a conversation, and I think it's very casual. Very- I know where you're. I feel like I know where you're. There's going. not too many sentences you can use the word fingered in. I know, but I'm just saying just the way that they're all lackadaisical about the things that happen, like it's never like third base. So they're just like, well, he put two fingers in and then he put three, you know, like they're just like really. The only time I can remember that is when. Not phased. Yeah. When someone brought home a bucket of Kentucky fried chicken and they're digging in looking for like a thigh and they're stop fingering the chicken. So that's where you could use that word in a sentence. I don't think you can. I'm going to disagree with you there. I don't think you can. I think think she's right. Well, Maybe. No, I just, it is hard. I, I mean, I am now probably des- more desensitized to it than you are, but the fact that you overheard that, I would have stroked out, but then now you'll understand that, like, they just- They do. Have no, they, they have zero boundaries whatsoever. John, that word finger, it's like a tampon. It's a one use. Really? Yeah, it's okay. one. there's only one use for it. There's only one- Okay. One time use right there. Uh, so, they're, okay, I'm leaning in. Uh, say more um and then they kind of look over to see if i heard and and what what's oh god what's your mother going to make of this and then i figured out through the conversation who the boy was that was involved then it turns out they say she got in trouble for it oh well that's just unfortunate what okay now i'm in like now i was waiting at the time like i was waiting knee deep in this conversation now i'm all in i said well what what do you mean she got in trouble for it did, did he get in trouble for it? Wait, I'll get there in a minute. Somebody overheard, a supervisor overheard her talking about it or people talking about it, and they approached her and said, is this true? Yes, it is. Come with me. You have to call your mother. You have to call your parents. 
Oh, I don't think so. I mean, what the fuck did you just say? I have to. I thought we were getting into a situation where somebody fingered her as in pointed the finger. And I was going to be all excited that it wasn't what we thought it was. No, it's no, definitely no. what you thought it it's was. so much worse. I'm taking you down a path that kind of horrified me. Wait, oh what do you mean God. she has How to call her they? parents? And then I was on fire. Like then, but again, the same way I did not want to overreact to hearing what I heard. I don't want to overreact to how horrified I am that Camp is treating this situation that, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the fact that there wasn't enough supervision to prevent this from happening in the first place. I mean, place. my thing is like, why, see, if I was a Camp, I would be like, how am I going to tell have her call her parents and say, I allowed a boy in her wherever to be able to. John, if you can't say it, you can't touch it. Said finger. Jew camp is Jewish kids like. Experimenting. Many, many, (laughs) many, many teenagers have had first experiences at camp. I don't think a lot of sex because that's a little more difficult to pull off. But definitely a lot of first kisses, first dances, maybe first touching of things, first having things touched. That's all a possibility at camp. And if all the people who had that happen had to call their parents, no one would go to camp ever, ever. But why are you involving parents? Isn't that the perfect opportunity to give a, first of all, was this consensual? Oh, you want a pep talk. (laughs) Second of all, second of all, I mean, of duh, of course it's consensual. Uh, second of all, all right, okay, maybe not. This is your body. Feel good about what you do. Not shame, like ringing the bell of shame. Like I was, I was devastated hearing this for them. I love the you know, ringing I, of the bell reference, but go ahead. I got, I got, Ew. I got in trouble at camp for being a smart mouth. No, I'm not going to clean this kind of thing. Like running away from classes and and gatherings just to play cards with my girlfriends and just be totally defiant. And our answer was obnoxious. Do you know how much my parents pay to send me here? I'm not cleaning that building. It was, I was, it was so obnoxious. Not because somebody went knuckle deep or as I said at the dining table that night, elbow deep um, inside of like, that is not that is not at all a reason to shame a girl and have her call her parents. I don't so know. now I'm on fire. Agreed. Elbow I'm deeper. on fire. I don't know. Elbow deep is worth a shaming. So wait, I did say that at dinner and this young lady says to me, um, Melissa, is that even possible? So now I'm giving an education on how deep you can possibly go inside of someone. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake, Melissa, you should... No, honey. Not no. give that lesson to other no, people's honey. children, I don't think. No, honey. No. Well, later that night, they had a fire outside, and she decided to play with the hot lava rocks in the fire pit. And I'm like, do I really need to tell you not to touch the shiny hot objects? <laughs> like, So maybe, I don't know. I, I did not want to give that education to somebody else's child. It did horrify me. But I also should. I also didn't want them to feel shame for right, fair bodily things. And then I asked, what um what happened to the boy? And what happened and to the boy? Probably not. Did he get an attaboy? I'll tell he probably got a high five from his counselor for all. Did I everybody know. run around and smell his fingers? I'm disgusted. Yeah, that was Stuart's joke at the table, and I kicked him so hard under the table. He's like, What? Okay, inappropriate, but so funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, on your show, Stuart. Stuart doesn't have a show. The Stuart show. So we had an open conversation. Ethan, again, his face is the darkest cherry color. 
And Did he have to I mean, put a napkin on his lap? <laughs> there are two. Oh, God. <laughs> there are two girls at the table now, not just his annoying sister, his annoying sister and her annoying friend. I'm sure that's how he feels. Mm-hmm. These girls are delightful. Don't believe that for a second. And he knows the boy. So I looked at him. I'm like, so? What happened to him? He's like, I don't know. Maybe somebody talked to him. Did he have to call his parents? Was he shamed right. for what he did or a high five in the bunk? <clears throat> so the next, so we we talk about it openly and I'm kind of feeling somewhat horrified and again, somewhat proud that these young ladies feel totally comfortable having this conversation and we bring them all home and everybody goes to, after their molten lava cake dessert, um, we all go home and go to sleep, wake up in the morning and we're sitting at breakfast. Right? Yes. It's getting awkward again. It's getting awkward again. And more so... This is why it's tough to be the cool mom. This is why you just have to be an asshole to your kids and their friends. Is it too late for that? No. First of all... For you, perhaps. Your kids are... We've already established that Jessica's a prude and she can't handle this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting that you're a prude. You're a prude. Everybody else is a prude. but when it comes... Everybody else. You, you swing from the chandelier and all that other stuff. (laughs) But anybody else talks about it and you dry up. No, I'm not a pr- listen, I I'm not a prude. I probably would have done the same exact thing Melissa did with my child and and her friends. It's just that I you wait. Hate the idea of it more than the action. I mean, when you're caught in the moment, you just kind of have to go with it. But being the cool mom just is like the so much pressure All right. to So back to breakfast. Explain things. All so right. we're at breakfast, and I'm still boiling over this. I lost sleep over it. And really? I, and I turned to them, yes. and I said, you know, nothing at camp ever gets clean. Uh, I mean, and... Ma- Wait, what's your... Yeah, where are you yeah. going with this one? That's what they both said. They're like, uh, what? Nothing at... What do you mean nothing gets nothing clean? Nothing at camp is ever... I mean, they come home from camp with... Like, they're filthy. Like, even on visiting day, you smell mildew. Nothing ever gets completely dry. What camp are they going to? Are you going to tell a dirty finger joke right now? <laughs> it's not a joke. Ew, uh... No, but I did say, look, these are your parts. They are your temple. Don't be letting dirty boys. <laughs> like, like, make sure anything that goes near you is. And then I'm. Melissa. I know, but I just want them to be clean and careful and smart. Okay, and- first of all, they need a new camp because we were required to take showers. And when we had a water shortage, we were required to swim in chlorine. There's no reason your children should be coming home filthy at all. Secondly, <laughs> we had a laundry service that would pick up on Saturdays. And yeah, sometimes we would get the other person's stuff, but whatever. It was at least cleaned. Thirdly, we had a daily inspection where we had to sweep, clean the bathrooms, make our bed, put shit away. I'm just like, saying what? boys are not the, cle- the cleaner of the gender. Boys are disgusting, but yes. we're talking to the young ladies... Okay, so you're saying the kids' hands were filthy. That's what no, you're saying. No, I'm not saying they that are. That she let a filthy, dirty <laughs> muskrat I'm, in her pants. I'm not saying they are or she did. That's the name of the show, by the way. <laughs> filthy, dirty muskrat. In, I'm ready in your right pants. Now. In your pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying she did. I'm just saying just make good choices was the was the conversation at breakfast to make good choices. Okay, so may I just – okay, so – That's not awkward Right, at all. so you have a young girl – yeah. And a young boy, and they're experimenting with something that maybe they haven't done before. Maybe they have. I don't know. Yeah. And you want her to look him in the eye and say, "And where are you putting those? Have you Purell'd yet? I think you better go wash them." Purell sounds horrible. Right. So I mean, again, I th- I think that what happens is in the moment of passion and whatever kids do, 
that uh, I, I don't think they're worried about hygiene, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, that I find kind of gross. But also, I, I have had the conversation with Mallory that your parts are a self-cleaning oven and they do they do clean. It does clean itself, and you're you'll be taken care of. So that said, you soap. Did you get to that part yes, at all? I sure did. Okay, I sure great. did. So I I tried to empower them to choose cleaner partners and to and to <laughs> you know like I don't know and not feel shame for mild experimentation. And okay. and the other thing was we've talked about this before. A supervisor corners you. Did, Stewart said, "Did they have video?" <laughs> I was like, "What? Wait, what?" He said, "Well, how did how did they know? Could she just deny it?" John, remember our rule: deny, deny, deny. Yeah, unless yeah. it's on video. And these kids with videotape and everything. Hey, no video on this, buddy. No video. Yeah, just th- never. That's what I would say. If any of this goes on, the phones go off and in in another room. Deny, deny, deny. Right. And what, um, okay, so we she, have she got herself in trouble because she was running her mouth. Uh, in trouble. She's not pregnant. Let's not get carried away. Well, she when just, I say the, she, just, camp, she just the, agreed. She got a talking to. All right. Because she, she did. got and then she, Yeah, because he she I'm sure have he, admitted that. who would right. say otherwise? It was none of their fucking business. I would think the boy would have gotten in trouble for bragging. But here's the girl. So, go ahead. We have a we have a um a listener we have some listener comments. Manny says maybe the boy would have had to call his parents if he took a finger in the ass. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. I don't know. And, and that's, then that's also an interesting some... question though, because that, that goes against what I'm saying with the girl who had to tell her parents. It seems that according to this, the camp probably wouldn't have that happen. Yeah. And then Carrie says camp smells, and then Alicia says nothing gets cleaned at camp, but they had the same thing as I did, minus the laundry service. I mean, that's when you come home with filthy shit if you don't have the laundry service because you can't do your laundry there. Usually, I mean, I will say that like when I went to Girl Scout camp for two weeks, I came back. My mother said she could have taken a fingernail and scraped the filth off my forehead. It was so – I was so dirty. That is gross. But I don't know why we never got to – I remember going in the showers, but like – it was always never our it was just never our turn and then for two weeks we didn't fucking bathe. And that was that All right. I guess. So of uh, being the of the only Christian in this podcast, my <laughs> yes. thing is that you send your teenage <laughs> children yeah. away for eight weeks and this shocks you that this happened? No, because we went to camp. Oh. I know exactly what happens I mean, at camp. But no. it shocked me that the staff wanted to that have the her supervisors. Call. Shame, pretty much. I mean, what does that say? At a girl, go call your mom and give her a verbal high five. No, that's not what they were saying. They were saying what you did was inappropriate. You have to tell your parents. But that's the but impression I like, got. Right. And Jacob never even had to like, wash his hands afterwards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how did. I mean, whatever. I, I have so much to say, and yet none of it seems appropriate. But like, I just feel like. Because that's I what mean, this it's one thing if you is. are if you have been caught hooking up, it's another thing if like like if she just said no, he only touched my boobs, would she have to call his parents? Like is there like a like some kind of like where does yeah, first base line cross where the parents don't have to be called, but only if it was like undershirt over pants <laughs> type situation? Like I want to sit on this committee. Parents call? I, I want to sit happening. on this committee. Yeah, undershirt <laughs> over bra. Do you? Yes, I do. I feel like you and I would differ about what because you're you, a prude, right? Because I'm a prude, but I, but also I'm I also am a parent who has some perspective. In other words, if someone puts a finger in my kid, 
Don't call me unless she didn't or he didn't want that to happen. She didn't want it to Correct. happen. Correct. No, either way. Remember what Manny hey, said? Either we way. He said what Manny said. Maybe, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying, like, only call me if it's not consensual or if someone could possibly be pregnant. Jessica. For sons or daughters. I, think... I, know, I know you went to overnight camp. I'm sorry, John. I'm I know sorry. you went to overnight I camp. Don't... If you had to call your parents, how many times do you think you would have called your mom? Because I can't count that high. I was, a, I mean, I snuck away to do it once, but it was just because I was breaking the rules doing something else. <laughs> so, like, I, I, so because I could break the rules and call my parents, I'd call my parents. That's the only reason no, why I, I would mean, do it. No, I mean, for doing things that are not. I did not write them. They wrote me. Jessica, how many times, oh, God, <laughs> how many times would you have had to call your parents for inappropriate activity if your camp made you do that? Because I'll tell you right every now. Every fucking day. Every, every day. fucking so, day. Right. But not this kind of activity. Oh, well. Because I was not what is this porn remotely camp? interesting to the opposite sex. <laughs> kind of camp. You I wasn't interesting until I wasn't interesting to the opposite sex until I was like fourteen, fifteen, and then by then I kind of had a boyfriend. So like, I don't know if anyone had a crush on me. I didn't really have a crush on anyone. Also, it's hot in camp, and like, I don't like. I was getting all my fingering at home. Hands, sweaty <laughs> hands all over me. It's just disgusting. But like, um, but as far as other things, like I would skip. The responsibilities I had, I would skip my part in doing the cleaning, as we talked about earlier. I didn't feel like going to the dining hall you and drinking bug back. juice for the thousands time. I talked yep. back to my counselors. I showered when I wasn't supposed to. I went to cooking and made fudge instead of going to arts and crafts. Like it never ended. It, like I would have to call them seven times every a day. day, every day, you'd every have fucking to call day. John, we're so sorry that your kids missed out on this opportunity. I, that I, they so, had I don't grandma think- camp. I'll tell you what, I, like I would not, not sorry, send though. my kids to camp now, but this is a horror story. You just, you cut these kids loose for eight weeks and you don't know what's going on. What's happening? It's okay, though. What? It's in a, the, it's in a safe community. Of, it's safe. <laughs> yeah, it's teenage it's, heat It's nizzle. definitely, you are being babysat by other teenagers, let's be honest. I mean, like my, when I was 12, my counselor was like 16. They didn't really give a shit what we were doing. But the thing is, like, there is some level of autonomy that kind of prepares them for so like college wasn't that big of a deal for my parents because they'd already got used to me being away for a month two months at a time whereas like if one you know whereas like the first time emily spent the night away she went completely made you know maniacal because it was like freedom for the first time in her life and it was like 14 15 years old it shouldn't be that way at eight at eight they should be able to spend the night away from mommy and daddy. Like 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 Isaac's four, and I know he wants to have sleepovers with his friends, but then when it comes time to be like, right, but then you're going to sleep at, at Benny's house. He's like, no, I need mommy and daddy to spend the night too. No. That's not how that works. That's not how any But that's how he thinks it works because he's not ready, you know, because they're four, they're not ready to be away. But at eight, even if they're not ready to be away, you kick their little asses out the door because at some point, mommy and daddy need a night in the house without you. See, that's what- developmentally appropriate. See, this is what I've always said. Yeah, it is. This is what I've always said. Jewish camp is not about the kids. It's about the mothers and fathers and get- uh, eight oh. weeks off. Is it eight weeks? How long is these camps? Seven. It's seven. seven it used to be weeks. eight when we went, but it's seven now. Seven weeks off, almost two months off where they don't have to worry about kids and doing anything with kids. This isn't about the parents or the kids. This is about the parents. Well, I'm it, that's sending... why we have T-shirts that say we wait 10 months for two. <laughs> I have already admitted this to you, John, because for the first five years I was at camp, I was mercilessly bullied. Tortured. Yeah. And my parents, I would tell them and they would say, I mean, the first couple of years they were like, well, just give it another shot. And then by the third year they were like, listen, 
Um, we just are going to need you to suck it up. And then when it, the worst it ever was, I swore on my life I would never go back. I was never going again. They said, we've already bought tickets to Club Med. This is the last time. After this, you won't have to go. But we're spending a week in Club Med with all of our friends. We can't cancel. You can't stay with anyone if you did stay home. You're screwed. Buck up. It's exactly what John said. You're feeding him. And then I got contacts and boobs. And the next year was cake. But, but was that this boobs? summer you got fingered? Is that what we're talking about here? I've never been fingered in camp. Never? Thank you very much. No. Up Missy? Not in camp. Not in camp. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Not really in, clear. Not in camp. Not in I was camp. just wondering if Missy was going to share. In case Shut anybody's up, watching that remembers otherwise, Shut up. I said camp. Shut so up, John. to me, <laughs> camp is like hedonism for teenagers without it the is. open bar. It is. Yes. Yeah. It is nothing of the sort. No, they have supervision, but there are co- everything there's an is opportunity. fucking supervised. It's just that if you have a, if you have an attitude and a dream, you can get some <laughs> shit done. <laughs> All right, so Melissa, I got a serious yes, question. Fuck yes. So you, are your kids going this year? <laughs> Melissa's laughing because you know I'm right, right? All you need is a bad attitude and a dream. And a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? What, John? I what? actually have a real question. The question is <laughs> that this year, are you going to pack condoms for your kids? Because I think I would. Why are you, you looking at me fucking like- mind? Well, no. I'm telling you. Why wouldn't you? Because there are parameters on the hedonism. Wait, actually, you guys. So um, my cousin just jo- joined. And Josh, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. But like, he went to camp with- He went to high school with a lot of the people that I went to camp with. But he, I had to catch him up on the conversation. We're talking about bad shit that's done in camp. I don't know what camp you went to because I don't think it was area I would have seen you. But, like, did people hook up at camp? Melissa was telling us about one of her daughter's friends who hooked up at camp and they found out how far she went and then made her call her parents and tell her. She got a finger in it. I just – thank you. This is my family for fuck's well, sake. Well, you're dancing around here. We don't have all, We don't have all day. I'm trying to be delicate, god damn Josh, it. Josh, she got a finger in So, Josh, how many girls did you finger at camp? No, no. In the chat. Do not answer so, that. So, John, Please. while he's writing back, John, <laughs> listen. Oh, Christ. I, 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 do you remember the conversation we had where I told my son, if you ever want anyone else to ever touch you, yes. you're going to have to stop saying stupid things. But if you want to be the only one who ever touches your penis, you're just keep it up, buddy. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> We're still at the stage where he says super dumb things. So I'm pretty confident that we're good. You Do you think? think I should say he's too young? What are you talking about? He's not too young. He wrote all he wrote back was this is awesome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Hey. Someday I would like to have Josh on. You know, Josh is a professional. Oh no, professional you're not doing stand-up. this to me again. Last time you talked me into having your father on, and the next Josh, thing you know, no, he was no. cleaning sc- this equipment. Is different. I don't think I've talked to Josh like in person or on the phone. We only talk via Facebook. He's a professional stand-up though. Like and share, friends. Like okay. and share. He's funny as fuck. But also, I don't I don't think I've talked to him. On the phone or in person since, shit, since we were probably 12. I have nice. no idea when well the last time it was. Okay. No, we only just- And the next thing you say is, did you finger someone at camp? That's super. I, no, I didn't say <laughs> that. I said it. I said not, I don't want to know the answer to that. I want to know if he knew other people who got in trouble for hooking up or how many people hooked up or if you had to call your parents every time you did something Forget against the rules, it. how often would you have to call your parents? Because my Forget answer was every fucking day. Yes. Um, I hate, I'm so sorry that I completely monopolized this entire podcast so far. I mean, with are we this story. halfway in here? No, no. Wait, here, wait. <laughs> so, first of all, in my family dynamic, I was the older brother. My sister was two years younger than me. 
so when her she turned 14, 15, she'd bring her friends over and stuff like that. And I had to deal with the girls like swimming in the pool in the bikinis and stuff like that. And some Wait, of them what were do you very. Mean you had to deal with. What do you mean you had to deal with? What does it? that in what mean? Way? You're the father. What is there? No, to deal not with? father. Father, sister. brother. He's brother. the older brother. Oh, sister. Follow, oh, brother. Follow along. Oh, shit. Follow along. So I was the brother. So I'm out at the pool when these girls, her hot friends, are running around in bikinis, and I'm sitting there trying not to get pitch a tent as I'm trying to go swimming or whatever. And then, uh, then my friends would know that the, all these girls were coming over, so they would all come over. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. So actually, your son is going to have That's your camp. That's your camp, John. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. In a way, <laughs> your sister provided camp. <laughs> right. So you know, Ethan. Sort of. Actually. Your daughter's going to be bringing in a target-rich environment for Ethan, if you think Correct. about this. That's what Stuart tells him all the time. That's right. They're only a year apart, right. yeah. Yeah, so I was just wondering what Ethan was doing, what he was doing while all this was all going on. He was having canteen. He was finding sugar, is what he was doing. I meant at dinner during the alternative. Wait, no, I was talking no, about he it. he meant while you were talking to Mallory. At the, di- um, at the fingering story. Oh, he was. Le- he wants to hear everything. Oh, sure the he same wants thing he did hear. in the pool when we talked about oral sex. The same thing he did. Like he just leans in and listens. Leans in and pretends to be invisible. What can I learn here today? Yeah, that's what he does. Right. Okay. So my cousin says all boys. We had a sister camp. There were rumors. Every guy pretty much pissed their pants when girls came over. <laughs> I like it. That's amazing. I like it. That is probably true. Yeah. All right, so I apologize for totally monopolizing that. Um, Do not apologize, but we can move on to my thing, go ahead. which was just a, just a an accidental thing that happened that I thought was funny, so I wanted to tell you about it. Okay, so I had to get an upper endoscopy on Friday Oy. because I have like, I know it was terrible. Oy. I felt terrible afterwards. I have a like hiatal hernia or something, and um, anyway, so I got an upper endoscopy, and you're getting old, you know. And people, whoever whoever asks me what I do for a living, like I say something different every time. But most of the time I say I'm a podcaster and I have a comedy podcast and I'm whatever. And so as I'm being anesthetized, anesthetized with the thing over my face, Put under. the guy, the aesthetician, no, that's different. Anesthesiologist. Anest- Thank you. I gotcha. The anesthesiologist said, tell me a joke. But I had, th- he put a pipe in my mouth like this. Okay. I had to think in my mouth because I was ready to get scoped. And I was like, I can't hurry or joke right now. Give me a minute. And then I fell asleep. So as I'm coming to, and the thing's not in my mouth, I'm, I've got my eyes closed and I'm half asleep. And I go, I can tell you the funny joke now. And they go, what? Oh, no. And I said, oh, no. I was, we were telling jokes from the roast that I did, you know, last week. So I, I was telling them about the roast. So I said the funniest joke from the roast was I asked the guy's girlfriend to compliment and insult him at the same time. And she said, tell him he has the biggest dick out of all his friends. And that whole room cracks up. And then as my eyes open, I realized none of those people were in the room when I started that oh story. <laughs> at all. <laughs> I just completely told a random Hi, who are you? group of strangers. <laughs> and then as I open my eyes, I go, oh, my God, you guys have no idea what I'm fucking talking about. Hi. And and they're like, that's okay. It was still a funny joke. Nice to meet and you. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but some context is <laughs> right. Nice to meet you. Can you get your hand out of my Ooh-huh. veins now? You've like, already it was seen my awkward. insides. Uh... So awkward and embarrassing. But, like, I just thought that was pretty funny. Um they yeah. laughed. That's the only thing that's important when you tell a it's joke. Only, you got laughter. So that's really all that matters. See, it only matters if they now, laugh. Now, Josh is in the chat, and he has a thing statement right here, which shows everybody why there's not as much teen pregnancies. Because guys have no game. 
He wore well, a Pee Wee Herman Jewish shirt. Jewish guys especially, let's yeah, just Yeah, he wore say. a Pee Wee Herman shirt to the dance. Surprisingly, he didn't hook up. Josh, I'm not surprised, but I probably would have, you know, thrown you a little something. A Pee Wee Herman shirt? Yeah, Did it come, come with on. the bow tie? It only matters if the bow tie come was also a part of the ensemble. Before he got caught in that movie theater, he was the bomb Pee Wee. <laughs> Come on. He was. Uh, his kids show is still, I watch it. It's the best. Yeah. I don't have to tell Isaac what happened to Pee Wee You know what happened? You know something, Melissa? What happened? I was just saying, Melissa, at least you don't have to have the talk now. Like kids now can get porn right on their phone. Back in the day, you had to go into a movie theater and sit I've there. I've got kids who have phones. I know all about porn on your yeah, phone. Yeah. So I'm just saying, back in the day, kids, you used to have to go into the movie theater and whip one out and churn one out to the movie that was on the screen. Do you think that you was say whip one out? That's not what I think of. I know. Do you mean do you mean rub one out? Rub one out. I, yeah, sorry, I missed Don't it. Don't say that either. Why? Well, that's how you do it. It's know. called rub one out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what would if you say? What would you say for how would shoe you shoe fits? For which thing? For uh, masturbation, male masturbation. What would you call it? Rub one out. For everybody. Uh, okay, you take too long. It's rub one out. There we go. <laughs> you take too long. I would say take care of business, probably. Take, take care, care of business. business. Yeah, it's so funny. We have a prude on the show. It's shocking. It is, yeah. We know her, and right. she's not, but she is. No. It's crazy. I'm not, but I am. Yeah, the microphone. bizarre. The lights go on, and all of a sudden, she turns into a prude. You know what they say? Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets. Like, yeah. Aww. Okay. Aww. <laughs> I love a good Golden Girls reference. Hey, Jessica, Thanks. what kind of friend are you? If you saw somebody who had a cockroach on their sweater... That, I would scream and run away. Yes, period. totally appropriate, good answer. But like I was at dinner the other night with friends for a 50th birthday party. And this is like a, a group of almost 50s and a 50, right? Eight of us at the table. And some guy tells a story about how this woman had an enormous cockroach right on her. I said, brooch? He said, no, roach. I said, pin? What, what are we? Right on her, on her sweater. Ugh. And it started to move. And, <sighs> and they left the room. They didn't say said, anything. He did not say a word. He left the room because he couldn't be there and watch this happen. But he also couldn't open his mouth and say something. <laughs> exactly. What would you do? <laughs> okay. First of all, I would try to smack it off. Okay. I have. I get skeeved by cockroaches. So I hate cockroaches. If I found out that I had cockroaches in this house, I would burn it to the ground. Okay, because you can't get rid of them. I don't care what. It, once you get cockroaches, you can't get rid of them. And they're, ugh, oh, my God, they're horrible. So you I can't move. stand them. Yeah, you have to move. You have to move. But the, but the problem is, no matter where you move, they're in your furniture and all. You move, they come back out, they move with you. There was a cartoon. Damn, if I remember. It might have been Powerpuff Girls when Emily was younger. And the roaches took over the world like first they got rid of like it. the police then they got rid of like the superheroes then they just infestated all the houses then they built their own like they call them roach motels of course and then they just ran out of places to infest but it was all cartoon it was hilarious no. but so terrible no I, well it was a cartoon so, so it wasn't that was believable. there a scream afterwards did she when someone actually when she actually found this yeah, like, roach like crawling on her did you tell the person? This person left the room. There was no further information. And I went around the table and I said, would you tell? Would you tell? Would you tell? Wait a minute. So she left with the roach on her shirt. No. The person I was talking to left this stranger, left this woman in a restaurant with the roach going for the face oh! and just left and just left the entire restaurant. I didn't say Didn't why. say a word. Just was. Or anything. Look, I want to know if you would say something. 
Yeah. Well, first of all, I would go, oh, my God. And then I would <laughs> swat it. I was in a similar situation. And? And, and nothing was said. But I need to explain some backstory. Dear listener. Probably, once again, oddly, only my cousin will understand. So, because he's from D.C. So there's this restaurant, a fancy schmancy restaurant called the Jockey Club. And you know it? In downtown DC. Okay. So we were invited there for dinner. I was probably like 10. And this is one of those nights where like I'm all dressed up in the most uncomfortable shit my mother could find. And I'm on my best behavior. And we are sitting like at the longest table in the history of the restaurant with like me and my mom and, you know, my sister on this side, my mom on this side. And we're facing like my Aunt Evelyn, my Grandma Pearl, like all, you know, all these older women. People that we don't know. Go ahead. Older, wealthy women (laughs) who chose this restaurant and- who I'm meant to be on my best behavior for. Okay. We're eating and I look behind my aunt and I see the wallpaper moving. No. It was just one. It was just one. But I lean over to my mom and I was like, this was already, we were already done eating at this point. Thank God. You know, it wasn't like the food had just come or anything. Like we, we, it was just one. And I go, mom, there's a bug behind aunt Evelyn. There's never just like, one. Just so you know. John will tell you. He worked on elevators. There's never just one. Now I know this, but at the time I was 10 and I didn't know what to do because I was afraid of getting pinched under the table. So I was like, mom, there's a bug behind Aunt Evelyn. And she goes, she goes, if you say a word about it, I will kill you. Fair enough. <laughs> so, All right. So you said nothing. I was nothing. like, so we said, we just sat there like the, like our bodies were like this. Until it was time to go, like just horrified. Grinding your teeth, yeah. But but it's after everyone ate. It's a table of like 24 people. It's a roach. It's filled. All of them, all, you know who else was there? Maureen Stapleton walked through the lobby while we were there. Like it's clearly in the bunker. Whatever. It was so fucking stressful. It was so stressful. Oh, that's not Maureen Stapleton. Yes, it is. No, no. No, it's not, is it? Who? Is it Gene Stapleton? That's Gene Stapleton. Oh, okay. Which Jean one? Stapleton. Maureen Stapleton was the rich old lady in um I assume her mother. Uh, Money Pit in Money Pit. Oh, okay. Carlos. Carlos. We both died. got the wrong one. John, do you have a cockroach? Oh, do I have I have many, but I'll give you my two best ones. So we were tearing out a freight elevator in a prestigious Philadelphia hotel called the Barkley. And so they said, okay, well, we're going to clean it. We want you to clean the pit out before we start this work. So I opened up the elevator door and I turned the light on and I looked at the back wall and the back wall was moving, but there wasn't one oh. roach. The back oh, war no. wall was covered in roaches. Nope. Oh, no. Covered no. in roaches. Nope. So I, I quick, I looked, I quick slammed the door and yep. the mechanic, I was, because I was just an apprentice. My mechanic says, what's going on? I go, it's full of roaches. And he light goes, light it up. He goes, so? I said, so who's going down there? Not this guy. And he goes, oh, they're only bugs. I said, I am not. Am not. Now, remember, I'm just an apprentice. So they're, they're breaking my stones because they knew they had, to, they had to have an exterminator come in. So they did. The next day, they had to, that day, they had an exterminator come by and they exterminated. Guess who got to go down and sweep up all the carcasses? This guy. And as I got down into the pit, as I'm walking, I can hear the crunching of the bodies as, I mean, thousands, thousands of roaches in this thing. So as I'm down there cleaning them up, the guys are taking little balls of paper and dropping them down and they're hitting the back of my neck. And every time it's like I get, they were, they tortured me all day. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, ah, ah. 
So, yeah, I, I went home, I went in the garage, I took my clothes off, and I threw them in the trash. Because I was afraid that there was, like, eggs or something that would have came, that came yeah. on my clothes and then hatched, and the next thing you know, I got roaches. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually came in, took my clothes, put them in a trash bag, tied the trash bag up, and then and put it in a trash can because I was afraid of roaches. Second story. In Philadelphia, there is a – if you go down in the subway – there's a building you can get down in the subway. So they said, hey, go down there and clean the pit. The pit had not been cleaned since the the, the Kennedy administration. So right. I go in there. Why don't I'll, you quit when somebody does that? Why don't you uh, just say, dude, I don't just, need it that badly. Right. So I'm in there and I have one of those big giant dumpster, rolling dumpster buckets that they use for trash. And I'm using a, a, a snow shovel to snow shovel the stuff out. And as I'm shoveling it up, this roaches are running up the handle trying to run up to me. And I'm swinging, I'm swinging this thing around. So we did the same thing. But the problem was that they, the, the exterminator says there's so much trash in there. There's no sense in me trying to exterminate it. You got to clean that out before I can get in there. So we were smashing and banging and and killing roaches like I was slaying roaches that whole day trying to clean that pit out. No. So yes, that's no. I can't stand roaches. They are my. No. Them and snakes are my kryptonite. I can't handle them, and I can't handle snakes. They're disgusting. They're horrible. Vile creatures. Right. Jeff. Vile, I tell you. Jeff. It was terrible. I put a link to, it was Powerpuff Girls. I was, <laughs> what's the word? I was. Um, I love your full vindicated circle. By, I was vindicated by Adam, who said he remembered that episode, so I Googled it, and there's an article about the 14 weirdest villains on Powerpuff Girls, and he's number one, the Roach Coach. Oh, so fucking bizarre. Okay. I knew I, you know, it's funny. It's like you can see it in your head, but you're not sure how or where. I'm kind of like that. Like I can see it in my head. I have a photographic memory, but I don't always know why. I just know I can see the roaches like climbing up the, all right, all right. If all right. there's bugs in any kind of movie where there's a bunch of bugs coming, I immediately turn it off. I can't, I can't watch it. I can't handle it. It's tough. Yeah. It's a violation. It's tough. Mm. All right. Are we going to um, get into the latest news? We can if we have. Yeah, let's definitely get into the latest news because there's some fucked up shit happening. Let's do the first one because it's topical and we can't push that off. Okay, here's the news. And now the weather. (laughs) The first one on the list is the college admission scandal. Yes, the first one is the college admission scandal. Sadly, the Lachlan, Janouli, Macy, Huffman families will never be the same. Well, I honestly got to say that. I mean, this has been going on forever, ever. Right. So all of a sudden now they're cracking down on this. I mean, we. You know what? It happened in such a way like forever is I paid three million dollars. I built the brilliant family library and my kid goes there. That's the one way to do it. And that's fine. And that seems like, okay, you didn't earn it, but at least you contributed to the university. You gave back. Some schmuck's pocket. Right. And or. This is totally different. Total lie of having. They're talking about not having these kids' degrees count that have gone there for years. Well, guess what? They earned their degree. They might not have earned their spot there, but they've definitely earned their degree. Yeah, they've been to the classes already. Some of them are doctors. They're doctors and lawyers. You can't take that back now. They passed exams. Wait, really? I didn't read that part. Could you imagine if you were the doctor that got in like this and now they want to say, and and that's your doctor? So, okay, so here's the thing. The one that's the worst is uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter, 
who is uh, yeah the five hundred grand. Well, not only that, but that was to get in, be there. That was the one to get into <laughs> yeah. USC, and she's already making all this money from Instagram. She's an Instagram influencer and all this. Not anymore. I mean, I kind they of got understood. Of, she got fired. She was, no, I mean, I think this is going to make her even bigger, don't you? No, she got fired. Oh, she got fired she's by. Sh- yeah, she's done. She's been shamed by the whole community. You know, the thing is, like, hurts me a little. It's kind of not fair. I hate when people like not get misquoted, but like, I, I feel like there's a lot of instances where people take things at such literal meaning and it means something completely different and actually i don't want to get into it but i do feel like roseanne's thing was sort of on this level where like what she said was stupid but i don't think she knew the woman was had was a person of color at all yes okay that's just one example in this case i think that she was like i don't think she was like i don't even want to be there college sucks i think what she was saying is she was hard core pressed into it because both her parents didn't have a degree and for whatever reason you know like she said her her dad kind of like faked his way through college meaning i guess he said he had a degree when he actually didn't never went the mom didn't go because she was like you know probably doing the full house i'm aunt becky i don't need to go to college and both and both parents were stuck with no options whatsoever Lori Loughlin, thank god the hallmark channel got invented because what the fuck was she gonna do if it hadn't she had no career, absolutely no career. They fired her. They fired her from the Hallmark Channel. I know that now, but I'm saying she she has had a very fruitful career up until now right. because of the Hallmark Channel. She had nothing to fall back on, so of course they're going to make their kids go to college. Now, does that mean you have to pay half a million dollars? That part's the shitty part, but not the whole Olivia Jade saying like, oh, I, I didn't really want to go, but my parents made me. That's half of college kids don't want to go, but their parents encourage them because right. they didn't have the same opportunities and experiences, blah, blah, blah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, people are always just like, oh, she doesn't want to go, fuck her. Well, whatever. I didn't want to fucking go either. I was 17. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to study. Did you? Well, what she said was, I'm not going for the classes. I'm going for the parties. So basically, that's what she said. (sighs) You got to go to the summit classes. I mean. So they paid $500,000. She has kind of made more money by doing that, if you think about it, because an influencer does. I I get that. But what happens is once this goes down and she's been fired by, what's that uh, makeup company that you love, Jessica? Sephora, baby. Yeah, she got fired by Sephora. And now, you know, that was a lot. She was making a lot of money there. So she might have to actually go out and get a job. Well, yeah. probably not still, because she's a model. I mean, you know, people like to, people love a comeback. People Ask love Britney a comeback. Spears and her new nose. Well, I'm just telling you, people she's yeah, Olivia Jade. She's gorgeous. I mean, she looks just Whatever. like her mother. What? You're not allowed to be gorgeous. I mean, she's... Whatever. <laughs> oh my god, don't be jealous, Melissa. Yeah, You're a little jealous too. over there. I'm a hater. They have this thing that says the important questions now. The is? important questions are how many other people, including parents and coaches, will be indicted. This has been since 2011, and the question that they're still asking, which really got my attention, was degrees that were based on illegal illicit admissions, what happens to their degrees if these students subsequent earned medical, legal, securities, or other professional licenses? What, if anything, will happen to their licenses? Nothing. Nothing will happen. They earned those licenses. Shut up and stop asking dumb questions. Well- There's so many good questions to ask. Don't ask dumb Now, this seems this is a different scenario, but like Bill Cosby had his doctorates revoked, but also he did not earn them. Those were not doctorates; those were honorary. They were honorary honorary doctorates. That ain't nothing. 
<laughs> right, but if he had been a real doctor, it, it came with a hoodie. That's no, it, that's not a. But wait a minute, can't you be disbarred or banned from the medical practice for uh, not unconstitutional but unsavory activities? You can if they can prove. Like some of these kids didn't know. Some of them did because they were admitted on the crew team when they'd never gotten wet or, he- or held knew. in or. My mother rewrote my college yeah, essay and camp. I was pissed. And she said, "You'll get in," and I did. Did you just say I was annoyed. Zimmerman flew and Tyler knew Turk 182? I don't know what you're talking about. I just said, Damn what? you said that they were on the crew team and they never got wet. And I said, well, obviously they didn't go to camp. <laughs> Is my face crooked? A little bit. Good Lord. Yes, they did not go to camp. They never got wet. That was funny. So, um, the well, here's the other thing, too, that they had uh, SATs. They were taken with someone that took the SATs for them. Right. So now if Some you get into a school with a high SATs and then you've earned your degree as a doctor or a lawyer. Yes. But you got in by cheating on your SATs. Now care. there's a sticky situation. <laughs> I don't care. John, the only thing that really bothers me about this situation are the Ugh. 759 students that didn't get into those universities because of this. Oh, there are, there are over 700 kids who worked so that hard, took 1,000 APs, they busted their asses, and they totally would have gotten in if those spots were open and not illicitly acquired. You think they didn't go to college? They went to a college. They I'm went- not saying they didn't go to college. Yeah, they went I'm to saying a college? they didn't go to where they wanted to go because Wah. those spots were taken by by overprivileged douchebags. Wah. Who cares? I mean, they went to but college. that's not so they went something to that just State. happened this year. Right. The guy's third party involvement is the new part. But people have been bribing and but kissing Forever. their way into college forever. Right. You that's mean like the, fake, like the fake? Like the fake? Isn't that the whole reason why they have like affirmative action and education is because like they could just decide not to let people in because of this, that, and the other. But now they have a quota that they have to fucking make. Right. If they didn't do that, yeah. Harvard would be full of Asian kids because Asian kids have the best test scores and, you know, they're the smartest and they, they had to put a... Well, there's something to think about. That seems unfair too. No, that they should be able to be full of Asian kids. That seems, I mean... The Indian kids said they were upset because they were being capped. Yeah. Asians and Indian kids. bullshit. Right. They were being capped. I don't know. The whole college. I mean, my kids are cuspy about to start this process and I just want to throw up. I'm like, you know what? Let's just find a fairly decent liberal arts college and let's go hang out for four years and. You're part of the problem. sack on the quad. I'm I'm disgusted. Why even send them? Send them to a trade school instead of college. Where they actually come out with a with a trade and something, a I skill that they can do. I send them to Africa some... to volunteer and help people. What? What are you crazy? What are you mind? Like an African. I like John's better. English fix my teacher. car. Fix my car. <laughs> fix the toilets. I want you to fix fucking something. Why when do I, I say gotta I've go got to a Africa. guy for that? I want it to be you. You're right. That's a backup solution if I've ever heard one. That's a great backup solution. Know how to fix a car, dummy. Yeah. Fix a car. You know, there's a program in our school district that at the alternative high school that teaches you how to detail. And it's got the automotive concept there, but they also do detailing. And one kid excelled so much, he's going to Italy for a Ferrari contest, and he is blowing it away. So you could be the best at tons of things that don't have to do with taking 10 AP courses a semester. Damn it. Right. Janet. Um, the next thing on our list is something that I found hilarious. Good. Um, all Melissa's note says is death by selfie. Apparently, there is now a cause of death 
where people try to take selfies and accidentally kill themselves. Between 2011 and 2017, 259 reported cases of death by selfie. And Did that's, you, that's people who reported it. Does the report it. say what kind of selfie they were trying to take? Because that's the most... Of course. Oh, where's the fucking report? I need to see it immediately. Wait a minute, but not only that, but if there's death by selfie, how many selfie injuries are there? Yeah. Oh, oh that woman with the probably panther. Probably Remember that woman that just happened at the panther cage? She, she went past for she was supposed to the panther grabbed her yeah see there was a, a barrier to keep stupid people out and this way the, the cat couldn't get them and she went inside to get a better selfie yeah. with the cat the panther and the panther just like opened her up like a can of tuna fish <laughs> and now she's I'm upset sorry, that's not funny <laughs> <laughs> wait what's the word where first of all where's the report i have it in front of me i want to see it put it in the private chat okay secondly <laughs> What's the worst one? What's Let's the see. one that's the dumbest? Top, tops like the, of mountains, tall buildings and lakes were, were many oh, see, of them. These all make sense. Drowning, yeah. transportation accidents, falling um, were, were most common. Sense. Death by animals, electrocution, fire and firearms. A guy was taking a picture of himself holding a gun and he shot himself in the face. I love it. Dude. That is some justice right there, Well, that there, feeds man. John's Darwinism, like survival of the fittest. That feeds his- He's not wrong. Go eat a Tide Pod. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. That's fine. Now my kid He's can go to college. He's not wrong. You know, if they actually, if we encourage people to do it, we'd have a lot of less problems. You know, speaking of that, actually, I saw, I hate to invoke his name, Louis C.K. live on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago, and um, he played this amazing game called, of course, but maybe- and it went like this. Of course we should ban peanut butter from schools. Of course we should keep children safe. Of course we should respect everyone's allergies. But maybe if we let people have peanut butter everywhere they wanted to go, we would get rid of this fucking peanut butter allergy because they would all die. Get it? So he too is, he too is trying to weed out. I'm just saying it's a funny example of that. No, I, I get what he's saying. And and that is kind of true. Back in the day, people with peanut allergies yeah. didn't make it. Same way with diabetes. People that were diabetic didn't make it because we, we didn't have all the stuff that, that they have now to keep them alive. But also people who try to take selfies while driving, try to... Yes, I mean, these while are driving. All, this is all Darwinism at its finest. I'm just wondering if there is one that seems like it could have not been avoided, like... Being eaten by an animal, you don't get into the cage. They I mean, all could have like been avoided. You don't need. It's this generation's desire to constantly take pictures of yourself. Oh, it's not just this generation. I assure See, you. See, you know what would upset me is if I got taken out by somebody taking a selfie. You know well, what I they mean? They said they're going to start hanging signs that say "Do not take don't. selfies here." Like, oh my god, we're so stupid that you need to hang signs in public. This is not a selfie opportunity. Come on. Last night I was at a birthday party. And there were members of the family that were having a birthday, obviously. We gathered the entire family in the kitchen to say happy birthday. The cakes were there. The lights went off or they stayed, you know, then they went back on. Then they went off, they stayed back on. And there were so many members of the family that were trying to take pictures of the birthday havers that we ended up standing there. For like minutes. 10, 10 minutes, and like I sat back down. It's like, 
It was like the paparazzi in there, for Christ's sake. Like, how many fucking, just fucking sing happy birthday. If you what? got a good picture, post it. This we'll all see it. This is not the New York it. Times, for fuck's sake. Right. Like, I mean, it was like, if you don't have, if you're not taking a picture, which I happen to forget my fucking phone, of course, you know, otherwise I would have been taking one picture myself, but you just need to, it doesn't matter if they're staring right at your camera. Right. It doesn't matter if they're, what the hell? Sometimes it was they're better ridiculous. when they're not staring at you. Does every picture have to be something where it's set, you know, it's, they think they're shooting a, a, a professional. Yeah, professional shoot, you know. I'm telling you, it's not our children's generation, our, our, our children would have been like, got it and walk the fuck away it's actually true yes they you know like it's our 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 generation is the one that's like i have to have five things for instagram and i'd love to do a carousel a carousel of some kind I'm losing my memory that's why i take pictures uh but oh for christ my but father I, couldn't take a picture where the head at the top of my head wasn't cut let's off have a contest go on your phone right now yeah. and tell me exactly how many photos you have total i will not do and that let's see who wins i will not no, do that because i delete all mine I've had my phone since the year Isaac was born. So it's four years of pictures, 8,239. And the videos are, hold on, how many videos? My goodness. But is it, I know, is it winning I know. or losing? I don't know if it's winning. I don't know. You, I, the, I, the winner is the one with the most, but like, well, then it's you also won. the you saddest person. Won. You definitely won. You have a four-year-old. Of course you're taking more pictures than the I rest think of it's us. like 900 videos. It's ridiculous. I mean, yes, it's because I'm taking my new child, but it's also because I've pulled in old pictures from when my other children were small. It's also because of all the conferences I go to. And like, it's all backed up in two different places. I have them on Dropbox. I have them on Google Drive. I have them on Flickr. Jessica's Why all backed up. Why don't I delete up. them? I have no idea. Well, the, you heard her. The she issue is because first. you have a camera at your disposal at any time. So you can do that. Yeah. Before, you'd have That's to carry true. a camera yeah. that had film. You have to take it and get it developed. You'd have to wait a week and all that. That's why it doesn't happen. That's why the third kid hardly has any pictures taken of him. Hey, Jess and John, there's one last story before we leave that I'm not going to let go because it was just too good. On BuzzFeed this week, it says, just the headline alone is amazing. This woman's story about having a baby with her dead husband is fascinating and heartbreaking. And disturbing. News at 11. Let me add, and disturbing. <laughs> so fucked up. Well, so here's apparently what you can do. Let me just read a little more of the story because that's what we're here for. So this woman's husband, uh, she's 25. She had her child through a procedure called post-mortem sperm retrieval. Yep, you heard correctly. Daddy's dead and I'm going in for it. He's not dead for 40 minutes either. It, no. He's been dead. It's been a while. Yeah. Right. She and her husband had planned on having a family before his life was cut short by a tragic car accident. Because he was in the military, um, he had always thought there was a possibility that his line of work could kill him. So when he was 23, he brought he brought up the idea of cryopreservation of his tissue. The woman said they th she thought they were too young, but he wrote a page of his wishes, signed it, and dated. And that's the letter that gave her the right to do what she did. So she went to the... I mean, obviously, it says it's co it's complicated for a few reasons. It's not outlawed, can I but tell you have to find a willing physician, right? Can to guess. Can please. I tell the three ways that you can get the it? Three way there are three <laughs> ways you can do post mortem sperm retrieval, and I really want to look at the comments because I need to see guys. Yeah, what you guys, guys think about this, Jessica? Follow the comments because I can't see them. The okay, first option okay. is you can inject the spinal column with neostigmine to cause the body to spasm, and it says here, and maybe ejaculate. 
a dead man when you stimulate his spine. And then you run away screaming. <laughs> might ejaculate. Um, you can remove all of the tissue where the sperm reside. Okay, I think that's what he was yep, thinking of that's initially. One. That's a good one. Or my personal favorite, how long has daddy been dead? I don't know. We're going to manually stimulate him and see if we can get any sperm. Christ in heaven. Are you that's out a- of your mind? This has to be illegal. I don't care what that paper says. It's not. It's not. It's legal. Do you think he got a finger in? <laughs> well, Ew. if he had to, if you have to hit that prostate, if you need to get what you need to get. I think he got himself off prostate milking, and that's how they got it out. And they found this doctor. Oh, All right, what God. happened then, Jess? Oh, well, so then they didn't really say which one they chose, I don't think. Did they? I think they might have had to resort to all three because he, again, wasn't dead for 20 minutes. This was really post-mortem. How? But doesn't the sperm die? What, what are they, just swimming she around? several doctors who, who all turned her down, and finally Dr. Rothman agreed to do the procedure. This is the guy that developed the three kinds. So with, this is all it says. With Rothman's help retrieving her dead husband's sperm, Mercedes was able to get pregnant and give birth to a healthy baby boy September 2016, one year after his death. So he was gone at least three months, right? Oh, we have a good joke. Janine says it gives new meaning to the word stiff. (laughs) He Always good for a pun. Thank you, Janine. I can't believe the sperm lived that long. Three months in in a deceased male. I, so I guess he was dead a he was dead a year by the time he was dead three months yeah three, three months, months it says yeah wow how about that yeah how so, about that dear listener we are so grateful that you were here with us for this hour plus um, and we would love it if you enjoyed anything you heard or if you freaking hated it Please. do you know that this means that if you wanted to have your brother's child after they were dead or your sons or your father's Uncle Mommy, te- Uncle Daddy. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Mom and Uncle Dad. I think we got in trouble for this once before. <laughs> I'm not talking about anyone I know. I'm just saying if you really miss someone and they're male. What? And you decide Go to get play it. science. As long as you have a letter saying, sure, I'll have postmortem kids. Why the fuck not? Call Dr. Roth. You can he'll, do what you want, right? He'll retrieve it. Well, I mean, technically, is it illegal to have sex with your brother and sister that's not consensual? Now that's called incest. Oh I my know. god! But is it illegal? Yes, illegal. Yes, yes. yes. Why? Because you get. But I thought you could marry your first cousins. No, though, right? Or second or third. They just wait. Some states, I don't know why, allow allow this. cousinship. Right? right. But why are you guys look? You're you're shaking your head like I want to engage in it. I'm a happily married woman. First of all. Second of all, I don't have any brothers I'm related to. And third of all, y'all are sick. I don't want to do this. I'm just saying possible, possible, possible. There are a lot of states that would surprise you where it's legal. No. Like yeah, Utah. Pennsylvania. Utah, it's legal. They just had a case where a, a brother and a sister went to Utah, got married, and then they want to go back to their home state and have their marriage recognized in their home states. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, I think it's more common than you think that it is okay. I'm going to do the research for the next episode. Yeah. And I'll let you know. I have homework. Listen, the reason that they do this is because the chromosomes, it's too close of a match. And the next thing you know, you got a kid that's in the Special Olympics. So then probably it is illegal. So then it probably is illegal. Yeah, yeah. I know Melissa's giving me that look, but that's the truth. Nah, it's the Special Olympics comment. The one, the that was the one I got the look for. I'm not allowed to use (laughs) retard anymore, so I had to use Special Olympics. What do you want from me? I got the twitch. My dog uh, is inbred, and I keep waiting for like one of his limbs to fall off. You know, I just like is that eye for real? 
dogs are different. And that's the problem. That's why people don't want to go to breeders anymore because what they do. I mean, I definitely don't want to have someone's dog's kid. Okay. Okay. Now that's it. That's where I draw the line. As many do. It's a good line to draw. That's a good line to draw. I mean, I do kind of draw the line at people using their own relatives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And shit. But what if you could pay a surrogate? What if you love your dad so much? Stop it. And you could pay a surrogate. Are you out of your I mind? Carry John, I tried to take us out, but she brother. wouldn't let me. No, she's brother. Where is, where is this coming from? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just trying to be creative. It's Look, late. It's she's late. getting giddy. <laughs> she's getting it's punchy. It's late. I'm being creative. You're being sick. Listen, I'm the I'm sick dude of the sick. show. I'm talking about scientific possibility. Wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Thank you so much for listening to Brilliant Observations. If you want to find us on social, and we recommend that you do, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. You can also email us. Tell us what you thought about the show. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. I had to think about that for a second. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. If you like today's show and you did not see it live, put your calendar, put 8 p.m. Mondays on your calendar and join us on our Facebook page where we have recorded this live on video for your viewing pleasure. Um, If you have seen it live, we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you and we're sorry. We hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to give us feedback either on the comments or you can email us. We welcome your suggestions, your feedback, your participation. We love you. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful week. We hope we've started it off with a little bit of a, a little bit of a smile. Good night. Bye. That's it. We're just getting into it.